Glory be to our Father. Glory for Him to send in His Son to save us. Don't you think it's time now that we give back? That we learn the truth and how to reclaim our land? Nothing else. Nothing else will do. Oh, Holy Spirit, lead us. Be with us in all things. I know until this day, I want you to reach out there and I want you to tell people, how y'all doing? Welcome in the house. I need you out there, brothers and sisters out there. I need you to reach deep inside and you need to hear me. I know that some of the things that I'm going to say this evening may confuse you and may cause you to debate and do whatever, but you can't debate the truth. You can't debate the word and you can't add and you can't take away. The word is written for us. No matter where you are, once I did about your successful life and what you're doing in life, and you think you're so educated and you've made so much thing, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to idolate. Look, what am I telling you? He says to worship him only. Idolatry has been the downfall of all people for all time. And I'm going to tell you how. He makes no secret. He's a jealous God. Current idols right now seem to be more important than the creator himself. They made their own self gods. They're false gods. They're out there. You, you, you see your kids, they go in, you let them go in there and you let them listen to the rap music. You let them glorify all these rappers. You let your own self because you then went to get all this education and stuff. And when I'm going to read some scripture to you and I don't want your feelings to get hurt this evening because I'm going to let you understand that I had to understand it and everybody has to understand. We, without God, we're all, every, everything that we know is foolishness to him. That's what I'm going to tell you. You go like this. Oh, well, what's his name? Uh, Thomas Edison, he created the light bulb. Well, that's great. Well, who gave him the knowledge and wisdom to create that light bulb? How did he get anywhere to think? How did he get anything? A brain, how did, was he created? Where did he come from? The creator. The only reason you did that is because he gave you the knowledge and wisdom to do the things. Now it's time to start giving back. Instead of making your own idols up and doing like this. Well, that guy's a genius over there. Oh, is he now? Okay, well, that genius over there that was doing maybe do a light bulb or whatever he does, when he has to build a house, guess what he's got to do? He's got to call on another person. He don't know everything. So you can't be your own creative idol and genius and you know everything because you went somewhere and you've got this education. Well, everybody does. I don't, I, I don't take that away. I'm glad you did, but the government made your books. It was written by a man. Now I want you to choose. I'm going to ask you again. Do we choose God or do we serve man? Do we follow if you follow the ways of the world, I'm going to get into Scripture and you're going to see it all come before you. You can't debate the Word of God. I'm tired of... I've, I, the reason why I come to you tonight because I need you to hear these things because I'm tired of knowing that I've come from a place that I've come from and I see so many other individuals that came from that dark world that was on drugs, that was out there robbing and stealing and doing the things they did, went to prison, and then they're still looked at as those people. Everybody else is all educated and we're dummies. You know, and that, that's, what, that's what they do. They, you know, they treat you different. They look at you different. They got their own little social standings. We're going to talk about it here tonight. And we'll see how, you know, how good you feel about yourselves when this is done. After what God says. See, people, possessions, status are some of the most popular things today for people 
They look at people like this. They're always looking at the TV, you know, and they're sitting there like this. And, uh, you know, we're out there today and we're all talking back there. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm doing a bulkhead for one of the mayors right now. And he's back there talking with all his people and stuff. And they're all gathered around talking about their possessions and their friends and their people and their status. We're, uh, we, we got this status. You know, this is my club. We, we're, we're, we're a part of this yacht club and we got this club and we, we're part of this club and everybody else is just those people. You got your little clubs and stuff. Well, who do you really think you are with your clubs? See, you got to beware of bowing down to people and these things in life because you see these people and you're like this. Well, no, that guy right there, he, he's, he's that person. And, and that guy right there, he's that person. Well, he's not God. He didn't send none of his children to die for us to live again. So really, why are you putting them on a pedestal? And why do you keep bowing down to everything of the world? It states clearly in the scripture that you are supposed to separate yourself from the world and its ways. But yet you still walk around, watch and steep give gratitude to everybody every day to people that have nothing to do with saving your life or bringing you freedom. Because they got something. Well, that guy's got something, so he must be somebody. That guy's way up there on the Senate, so he's somebody, so blah, blah, blah. He done gave the law. We'll check it out. I'm going to read some stuff right here that's going to shake the foundation of all the little government officials and all the things they do. This is not a debate. This is Jesus. I live, just like that song says, I belong to Jesus. I belong to God. I belong to the Holy Spirit, the Trinity, three in one. I do not belong to any man or woman. And I'm going to speak the truth what he saved. They saved me. Not a man, not a woman didn't save me. He did. So I'm going to bow down to him. I'm not going to sit there and watch your little things. So don't send me all this stuff. People are always out there. So I'm talking to you out there. Y'all are sending me stuff on Messenger. You're sending me stuff on Facebook about this person and what that person said. Listen to me. I'm going to tell you one time and one time only. Please record this and please share it with everybody. I do not care about what no man or woman said. Please listen to that fully and, and, and please respect that. I am a child of God. I follow his instructions. And, and I, yes, I know I got to go to get up in the morning at, at seven o'clock and go to my job and go to work. Everybody, I mean, that's common sense. But just like today on any day, if it comes between God and my job, I will choose my God and I will walk off my job. Anytime that they feel like that they are above me and that I'm beneath them because they give me a paycheck and that they own me, they got life sadly mistaken. Boy, I almost wanted to say something different there, but I didn't. Thank God. <laughs> Anyways, I belong to God and I belong to his son, our savior. See, false gods never satisfy. Have you ever learned that? You know, you watch TV or you listen to a radio station and you do like this, gives you that temporary satisfaction. Because you remember, just like when you was growing up and you're having them sad things, like, you know, you're, you're out there and you're, you're having a breakup or something. Remember that? Y'all go, go to them sad songs, don't you? You go turn on one of your favorite little songs and you start bowing down to that dude on what, whoever it is that you listen to. And then you get all sad and you start doing all that. They satisfy just for the momentary, but right when that song's over with and all that stuff, your troubles are still there. God never changes. The prescription's the same. You want, we're looking for eternal satisfaction. Ever since I found Christ, I don't have to worry no more. That's why I don't let the world get into my mind. And everybody's asking me why I don't worry, why I'm not worried about this. And when they talk to me and they're saying, hey, Lord, did you hear about the latest block, block, block? And I'm like, this really don't care. If it's got nothing to do with me getting to heaven, then it's really not going to help me none. Like if you're going to help me out and say, hey, man, I found out a new way you can mow your grass a little bit faster than pushing that lawnmower for two hours. Hey, I want to hear about that. Okay, if you invented something like that. 
If you want to invent somebody to help somebody else out with your gift, then you do that. But if you're taking your gift and you're thinking that you're above somebody because you've got some kind of status, well, I'm here to tell you, man, I hate to bust your little bubble. It's foolishness. foolishness. You're foolishness. That's what it is. God looks down and he's like, you're foolish. You think that you become smarter than me? I'm the one that gave you all this and now you're going to go down there on earth and then act like that in front of everybody like you're some kind of genius and you're above everybody. That's how you're going to do my land. This is mine. And that's how you're going to do it. Then you're going to talk to other people like there's somebody. Everybody. Everybody's equal. All of us. Why does everybody keep having statuses and everybody keep treating people? I'm still trying to ask. The reason why I say these things is because I want people to write me. I want the governors and I want uh, the, everybody out there that's on the scene. I want y'all to write me. I'm Lloyd Bronte. I want you to write me and give me answers to the questions that I have because I never got an answer yet. I've always asked questions like I was just talking to my friends and stuff. I was wondering why we're, you, you know, we're, we're so stupid and stuff down here, down south in Alabama and Mississippi and all these little southern states. And then we got different curriculums from the people up north. I've always wondered why we can't read the same books they read. Why are we always behind? But then they'll say, they, they don't ever have no good answer to that. I guess we all, I guess that's just the way of control, I guess. You see, our God don't do that. He don't put us in categories and say, you can only have this little bit right here and you, you, you over here can learn this and you can learn this much, but you can't learn this now. You're going to be a dummy and all these people over here, these are my people. And, and no, no. We're equal. We have the same, same opportunities. That's why I tell you to come, instead of going to the world and going to the books, I'm telling you like this, you can read whatever book. It was made by a man and he's, you're going to learn the same thing he did. That's where I'm telling you about the control thing. I'm not sitting here downing anybody. I'm, I'm just telling you some truth. I sat with people. I'm not coming to you with something that I don't know about. You have to think for your mind. Here is your vision. I'm trying to change your vision so you can see things. See, when you seek him, our father, Instead of the world's idols, you experience joy and peace. It seems I don't see no joy, no peace at this moment in time right now. I see panic. I see chaos. I see worry. And you know what that causes? Then everybody wonder why suicide rates go up because that's what you're causing. Where's your peace? Where's your joy? I'll tell you what. Man, the glitter of the world looks so good, don't it? The things, the cars and their the buildings and their statuses and everybody wants to be like that. I want to be a singer. I, I, I want to be like him and I want to invent something and I want to, I want to be rich and I want to be all this. Well, what are you going to do with all that? What are you going to do when you get it? Now you got a big house, you got a big car, you got, a, you got some status, you got some friends and stuff. Now what are y'all going to do? Are y'all going to go save somebody? Are you going to be a light to the world? No, you're, not gonna, you're going to be a light to your friends. You're going to be a light to your circle because all those people hang out with themselves. They don't hang out with the rest of the world because we're not worthy. But I'll tell you what, God does like this. He walked in the street. His son Jesus walked in the street. Didn't care, man. You a hooker. You a drunk. You a whatever. Come on, man. Ride with me. We're going to go eat dinner together. That's how it's supposed to be. You go to a church house right now, you'll go up in there and there'll be five people to hang out together and the rest of them people are not allowed at your house. Why? Because of their status. That's why I just hang out with God. Because he don't, he don't judge me. He don't put me down. He don't say nothing against me. He lets me be who I am. And he trains me to be a better me. He loves me for just the way I am. But everybody spends so much time bowing down. 
So today, I'm asking you to give yourself an, a self-examination today. I want you out there that's watching and it's in the house. I want you to read Leviticus 23:27. I'm giving you that. Le read Leviticus 23:27, And I want y'all to read about a fast, a one-day fast. Okay? And it goes something like this. There, you know, this is conforming scripture. See, what happens is, I want you to set aside a certain time that you fast this week. One day. And the purpose is, is for your self-examination. See, when you do this fast, you need to say, God, I'm doing a checkup on me spiritually because I, 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 I got to do a spirit check. Am I doing, am I, and am I living as you asked me to do? How am I doing? I had to ask myself, I ask myself that all the time. How am I doing? Because even I, you know, saying I got, I got checked today, just today about it, you know? Do I, do I think more of myself than I do other people or do the things or do I do too much that I don't think about the things that I should think about? You have to take time to make a self-examination so you can prioritize things and get it right. The world moves so fast out here that you can't think for yourself sometimes. So you just keep doing, 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 and you forget about what's important. And I'm telling you right now, if you don't, you'll lose everything you got. And that's why it's in chaos and you lose things. And you don't have no control because you're steady going and you're not doing what you was asked to do. Do you love God as much as you did when you first met him? Or if you're not even, if you don't even know God, you ask yourself in a relationship or you ask yourself out there, your friends or whatever like that. Do you care about those people that's in your life the same way, the same day you met? Do you love them that much? You see, is my worship level up to his expectations. Lord, I'm bringing myself to you because I really do want to be more like you. And I hope y'all do too. When I hear songs like that, like nothing else, yeah, of course it's emotion. Of course you just break down because you don't want nothing else. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to be like nobody else. I don't want to do anything else but somebody that is doing great things. Someone that won't judge. Someone that will prioritize their life and take a time out to do what he's supposed to do. Not listen to things that are just going to destroy you. I don't, I don't, that's why I don't get involved with the world. I, and people say, would you watch the news? They ask me all the time, where, man, what's the matter with you? You didn't watch the news? No, sir, I didn't. Because every time I turn it on, all I do is see a bunch of crap that sit, it sits in there and distorts my mind. And then I can't think what I'm, about what I'm supposed to do, which is to serve my God. I'm seeing more things in my life that are a lot better than it used to be by self-examination. So one day, take it out this week to self-examine yourself and ask yourself, do I put myself up here? above everybody or am I really trying to follow Christ down here like I'm supposed to we're being punished as a land as a nation because we won't surrender because we still think that we're gods and we're going to do it our way every time we wake up we're going to do it our way we don't have to listen to God we're just going to do what we want to do every day that's what we do huh I'm big bad blah 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 I own such and such business. I'm the blah, blah, blah of the state. I'm the blah, blah, blah of this. What does that really mean? There was somebody that before you was. What makes you any better or any different? 
Just like a library book that you checked out at the library. Somebody else's name is in it before it was yours. They read the same book. I can do the same things you do. I just rather, I just went this way. You went that way. If everybody was the same, we couldn't be all different parts of the same body. But why aren't we utilizing our gifts to uplift the name of God instead of uplifting our own selves? I'm this. I'm a status. Well, great for you. What did he just say? Exodus 20, 4 through 6. Read it for yourself. Now we're going to turn to Luke. Luke 11. Luke 11, we're going to start in 33. No one lights a lamp and puts it in a place where it will be hidden or under a bowl. Instead, he puts it on its stand so that those who come in may see the light. Your eye is the lamp of your body. When your eyes are good, your whole body also is full of light. But when they are bad, your body also is full of darkness. We'll stop right there. Your eye, your vision. You're looking at things in a whole, you, you, you look here, you're looking at all the things around you in the world. How much time have you spent in this scripture? Listen to what I'm telling you. How can you be a light to the world or anything else if you are sitting there in darkness? You're hiding in darkness. Your vision is in darkness because you don't know what light is. I read you these scriptures because I need you to understand what God has you do. He is meant for us to be a light to the world. So he says, see to it then that the light within you is not darkness. Therefore, if your whole body is full of light and no part of it is dark, it will be completely lighted as when the light of a lamp shines on you. Doesn't that sound great to be a light? Walking around glowing. You ever heard that from somebody? Man, you glowing. People say that to people, you know what I'm saying? It's got Jesus in them or just got a lot of light in them that love things. You're a light of the world and that's how you're supposed to present yourself. Not in darkness. I have all these things written down. And boy, I tell you what, here we go. We're going to go on to Luke. Let's go to Luke 37. Let's keep on reading. 1137. When Jesus had finished speaking, a Pharisee invited him in to eat with him. So he went in and reclined at the table. But the Pharisee, noticing that Jesus did not first wash before the meal, was surprised. Then the Lord said to him, Now then, you Pharisees clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside you are full of greed and wickedness. You foolish people. Do not the one who made the outside make the inside also? Right there, he's stating right there. He made both the inside and out. He created all that. What are you asking somebody? You're going to ask Jesus to wash his hands. You ain't, you sitting there dirty as heck and you're going to ask Jesus to wash up in your dirty, wicked house. In your ways. You're going to ask him. But give what is inside the dish to the poor and everything will be clean for you. Everything that you've got. People seem to have a hard time letting go of their possessions. You ask somebody, you ask somebody to give something they got away. Nice pair of shoes, let the car lend it. Oh, I ain't finna let them lend my car. They might wreck it. Okay. And if they do, so what? You can't take it. Oh, but that's mine, man. I worked hard for it. Yeah, 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 you're right. Who gave you that job? 
they, they, they said like this, if, I, if it wasn't necessary right now, they said, I looked on that list and it was like this, and, and if my job, what do they call it? Uh, essential. That's what they said. Our jobs are essential. Nurses, doctors, you know, people that got the waterways and stuff, and so happened I do the waterways, so here we go. We got an essential job, so I'm grateful for that. But if I didn't have a job and I lost everything, I would still sit at my house and I would still be as happy as I am right now. Because it doesn't matter about my possessions. I don't care. I'm not looking for a status. I know what it's like to have a lot. I know what it's like to have nothing because I've been out in the rain struggling on dope with nowhere to go. Nobody to call. Broke. 160 pounds soaking wet. With nothing and nobody in my life. I know what it's like. I also know what it was like to not have Jesus. Then I remembered I got to clean. Then I started cleaning the inside spiritually. Then I got all this back. Word about it. everybody's worried about the outside. That's all people see is the outside of everything. Look how shiny it is. Look how bright these people are. They so cool. You go sit them down and you feel their heart on the inside and you start thinking about things. It goes on to say, woe to you Pharisees because you give God a tenth of your mint, rue, and all other kinds of garden herbs, but you neglect justice and the love of God. You should have practiced the latter without leaving the former undone. Everybody's looking, you know how people do, they like this when they go to concerts or they go somewhere. I'm look, they get on a boat, they do like, I'm looking for the best seats in the house. I'm looking for the best of this, the best of that. I'm going to give you this little bit over here, but I don't, I, you know, I ain't going to serve you, God, but I'm going to give you my tenth. You know, everybody's practicing that in church. You give your tenth, but then you don't do nothing else. You, you should pay your tithes, but you better serve God, too. You can't forget both of them. You still got a job to do just because you put some money in a bucket or you paid all that. You still got a job to do. People forget about that, don't they? They forget about that part. They forget about that part. What was that in Romans? It says here in Romans 12, let me tell you something. When I told you to separate yourself from the world, look, it's here, right here. Let me go ahead this before I go on. Romans 12, read Romans 12. We'll read Romans 12. Hmm. One through two, one through two will be fine. Romans 12, one through two. Living sacrifices. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of the world. It's written right here. Transformed by the renewing of your mind because so many people's not trying to do anything new. You know how hard it is to get somebody new? Well, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, do you know how hard it was for a drug addict, a man that was a part of, gee, <laughs> many Christmas, I wish I could tell you some things, but I can't. But at the same time, understand this. Hmm. Do you understand how hard it is to give up all that? To overcome all the addictions and struggles, all your wants and dreams of the world when you're living in a dark place and all you want to do is be a multi-millionaire but in a dope world. 
And you have everything. You have that power because people listen to you. And you give all that up. It's real easy. You find Christ and you sit there. You sit in prison for a while and you think about it. Just like you're doing right now in your houses and stuff. You got a time out right now while you got this virus going around that you're so scared of. Well, you go ahead and lock yourself up and then you get yourself with your families and you go find Christ. You give yourself a different sacrifice for him because you done gave yourself a sacrifice to this world and look where it's got you. Got you in a pickle, don't it? Sit you got you in a pickle of worry and all these other things. Do not conform to the patterns of this world. I mean, this is what I'm trying to tell everybody. It's not a but. It don't have any buts in here. People keep trying to put buts in, but what about this? And what? They don't have any buts. He states clean, clearly, do not conform. Transform, renew your mind. How do you think that I got off drugs? How do you think they got off drugs? How do you do anything? How did you go to school? The people that graduated college and did everything. How did you, the people right here, we got some, we got some people that play in a band in here that, that rock out to the, but where do they give all their glory to? Who do you give your glory to, man? God, how did you get your talent? You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm trying to get people to understand. How do you play these things? How do you do these things? Because you had to renew yourself. You didn't know how to do it. You had to take the first time, I'm going to go get out in this world. I didn't know what I was going to do when I got out of prison. I had to renew my mind so I could act and, and be of the world. You know, out here, a productive in society as the world deems it. But you got to do that right now. You got to have a job. So you have to renew because really and truly, I'll tell you what, now I'd love to tell you what I'd like to do to people and, and, and these bosses and stuff that talk to you like you're nobody, that you're scum of the earth. Because I own this. You're just a worker. Yeah. You daggone right. I am a worker for Christ. And I'm going to work it all the way till I get to that mansion. And you, sir, are going to miss that narrow gate. You ain't going to make it on up there. And I'm sorry to tell you, if you don't get with them, you're going to miss the train. Why are you sitting there worried about your seats over there and your, and your concerts and on your boats and all your little friends? I got all my little friends seated up in the, on, my, on my nice decks and my nice boats and all this stuff like that. Got a lot of stuff I stored up here on earth. Got no treasures in heaven. No treasures in heaven. Man, I'll tell you what. Let's read about that real fast. The narrow gate. Let's go to Luke 13. Starting 22, and we'll go to 30. Then he went through the cities and the villages, teaching and journeying toward Jerusalem. That's what Christ did. Someone said to him, Lord, will those who are saved be few? He said to them, strive to enter through the narrow gate. For many, I tell you, will try to enter and will not be able. Once the master of the house has risen up and shut the door, and you begin to stand outside and knock at the door saying, Lord, Lord, open for us. He will answer you. I do not know where you come from. Then you will begin to say, we ate and drank in your presence and you taught in our streets. Sure did. But he will say, I tell you, I do not know you or where you come from. Depart from me. All you workers of inequity. So you keep thinking that you got this way and you got it figured out. You keep letting your vision see the rest of the world around you and watching the TV and you keep following man. Watch where it's going to get you. You can't get into the kingdom of heaven following man and woman. You have to follow Christ. It's a narrow gate. 
There ain't no four-lane highway. I would like to make one. I hope that believers will get on this train and they'll stop with their ignorance and stop listening to everything around them, letting the world speak louder than God's voice. Lear me tonight, receive it. It goes on to say, oh, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, and you yourselves thrust out. They will come from the east and from the west and from the north and from the south and will sit down to dine in the kingdom of God. Listen, there are the last who will be first and the first who will be last. So you keep treating people out there with your statuses and your money and all that stuff and I'm this and I'm that. And you keep treating people like we're nobody and we're low. Guess who's going to heaven, ladies and gentlemen? If we stand and believe the ones you of the world put in last place are going to be first in the kingdom. Preparing that room. Ain't that good though? You got your luggage and everything. Well, you don't need no luggage, but I picture myself still getting something. You know what I'm saying? Nothing of the world, of course. I got a bunch of Bibles and references. I'm going to teach everybody up here, Jesus. I'm going to go into Golden Streets. I'm going to my room. I'm going to be a good boy, just like I was down there. A good and faithful servant. That's what you want to hear. You don't want to be the guy that sat there and said, well, I, 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 paid, my, I paid my tenth. Uh, man, I, I paid all my money. I was good to folks. I went down there and did this and I, and I invested in the, to, the, to the, home, the home of grace and feed my sheep and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, you know, he's just, he's just sitting there looking at you. He already knows what you did. He's shaking his head at you. Say, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't personally know you, man. You didn't, what did you do for me? What did you do for me? I appreciate that. You did do something for the children. I appreciate you did that. But I ask you to give everything. Give everything. You just gave your little money. So woe to you. Woe to you. 44 in Luke 11. Woe to you because you are like unmarked graves, which men walk over without knowing it. One of the experts in the law answered him, Teacher, when you say these things, you insult us also. Yeah, them experts of the law. Oh boy, y'all know so much out there. The experts of the law. Hmm. Well, what do you say about Jesus? What do you say about these people, these experts? Oh, they load people down, man. They load people down by adding rules and regulations to the authentic law of Moses. The same thing that he asked you not to do. You don't add or take away from my word and you do that. And doing nothing to help others keep them while inventing ways for yourself to circumvent them. Don't they find little loopholes? All those out there. I ain't going to say no more names. I don't want to get sued or whatever like that. But y'all know who you are. You lawmakers. Follow his law. How about the law of Moses? You always get a way to get you out, but we all got to go to prison for our foolishness. We break a law, we got to go to prison. Y'all break a law, kill 1.5 million people a year and all that stuff. It's okay. That's sad. That's crippling to understand and listen to things like that happen in the world. That it's okay for everybody to do whatever they want to do and we got to follow people like that. No, sir, I will not. I'm going to go into that narrow gate. No matter what I have to sacrifice, what I have to suffer, 
So you take me to jail. You do whatever you got to do, lawmakers. I'm still going to keep my house open. I'm still going to praise Jesus. And I'm still going to be here tomorrow doing the same thing at the same time. I will never stop praising his name. He is everything to me. He's the truth, the way, and the life for me and others that are going to follow. And you're not going to take that away from us. So you go ahead and do whatever you feel like you're going to do to us. We're going to stand firm. Because woe to you. Jesus replied to these experts. He says, woe to you because you load them. You heard what he said. You load them down with burdens they can hardly carry. And you yourselves will not lift one finger to help them. Woe to you because you build tombs for the prophets. And it was your forefathers who killed them. You build tombs for people. So you testify that you approve of what your forefathers did. And you're still doing it today. They killed the prophets and you build their tombs. And you're still doing it today. You approve of everything that goes on. Everything that's bad for a human. In the land. Everything's okay. It's okay to do things because our law said that it's okay. You're letting the world speak louder than God. Hear my words tonight. Tombs for the prophet. Outwardly, these experts in the law. See, they appear to honor the prophets in building everything that they do. And they seem to care about us. But inwardly, they reject everything. They reject God. They reject everything about everything. Because I, you could sit with them right now and then tell them to quote one easy scripture, John 3.16. And they probably couldn't even do that. Because they don't know God. They know their laws, their laws. Let's follow God's laws. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you receive something here this evening because God's wisdom is solid, solid food for you. Not something that's temporary, it's eternal. It's not a quotation from a, from a National Enquirer or the TV shows or whatever that. These are things that took people through all these plagues and diseases over time. And if you stand with him, he'll take you through yours, your, your divorces, your disappointments, your deaths of your children, your addictions. You can overcome all things through him. I know that we're going to be rejected. Nobody wants to hear the truth. But you keep speaking it, though. It doesn't matter. Some people's going to listen. I'm telling you, it's going to reach because you be the light of the world. That's what I'm asking you to do. Our father wasn't hidden. He didn't hide himself. He walked in the streets just like the scripture says. He walked in the streets and he taught. And then people chose not to follow him. Do not choose not to follow him tonight. Stop conforming yourself to the patterns of the world and get back to Jesus. Tonight I'll leave you with this. The key to knowledge and wisdom is not in a book you find in college or anywhere else. It's in these scriptures. God was the one that created all these things. So when you go to a book and you feel like that you have gained all the knowledge and wisdom and you're above somebody, you're foolish to think that. You're foolish to think you're above anybody. There is only one above all. He's God. He sent his son Jesus to die for all of us that thought that way, us sinners. So up until this day, if you have been feeling that way above somebody and you are better than anybody and you got these possessions and status, 
I want you to renew your mind and rethink about how you're treating the world and yourself. Are you going to continue to conform to the patterns of the world or are you going to listen to his scripture and follow him wholeheartedly? Don't just keep it to yourselves, people. There's ignorance in the way of salvation. Don't be ignorant. Go out and find this scripture and get yourself true salvation. Don't be shut off from the kingdom like he said. Don't be shut off. Don't think that you're doing everything right out there and then you get up there and you get, get turned around. That's just like your father kicking you out of the house. Just right here. Look on earth. How did you feel when your mothers and fathers turned their back on you when you needed them most? How would you feel? Much more how you're going to feel when he does that. It's time. It's a warning right now of what is to come. I need you to receive this in the name of Jesus. Let's bow our heads and pray ourselves out. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for this word, letting the Holy Spirit do what he does. Let it, thank you for the truth, Father. Thank you for not having to sit here and be consumed by lies any longer. Let the people of the world receive what have you have spoken here today. Let them share it. Let it be, stand firm on you. You're the rock. You're the almighty. Father God, you have prepared a room for all of us. And I want to bring all of us to the room. I don't just want one. I want all that's around it. I want our land back. I know they do. I, want their, I know they want their lives back. I know people are struggling right now with depression, divorces, struggling with just mere relationships, trying to hold on, trying to get past the depression to want to commit suicide and do the things that are all against your will. Father God, I ask that someone in their life be a light of hope to them and turn them from their ways and turn them to you so they can receive the strength to fight through. Father God, everybody that's panicking and worrying today, take it away from them. Let them know that it's going to be okay if they just surrender to you. You'll make it right. I pray for these things and all things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ for the hungry, the sick, and the poor. In Jesus' mighty name. We pray. Amen. Good night and God bless, ladies and gentlemen.